because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live, as always, for every Thursday. I am joined by my co-host for the Cinemania Live show. As always, we, we have Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hello, I'm good. It's rainy in Illinois, so... Hey, it's raining here, too. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, everyone, we are joined by a special guest today for the Cinemania Live show. We have, from the box office beatdown show, we have Larry. Larry, how are you? Hey, I am doing all right. I I, I befuddled you a little bit because I told you we're going to do a longer show today, B, so you get you, you have to choose your own song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you took it back to my childhood. <laughs> Not even my childhood, like before. Ah. It was like when my mama and dad was about to get it popping. And that's when you took it back all the way to those times. Yes. So just heard it here, everyone. I'm gonna do it. We're gonna do a longer show today. Not our usual 40 minutes, because I feel like this is a bunch of stuff going on. And I feel like I don't want to be rushed and I wanna gush. So it's kind of like a mini world show today. And uh still gonna have so that means we're gonna have four talking segments and three breaks. So that's why Larry had to pick a song, and my song is always, obviously, is still going to be the banger of the entire show. Because oh, Hannah, shush. I don't know what happened. Know what happened. <laughs> Leave me um, alone. <laughs> Hannah's, Hannah's tracks be wild. But uh, we're going to get into... <laughs> we're going to get into uh, the news, well, the Dune trailer, per se, in the second segment. Um, and then maybe in the third and fourth segment, we'll get into like just general uh, questions from you guys and um, some other news regarding what's been going on this week. But for now, we're just going to just talk, I guess, like Hannah and I mostly do um, in the first segment on these shows. So, Larry, welcome. What have, hey. you, what have you been up? What have you been up to, my friend? Oh, it's been a lot going on this week. It's been a lot going on. <laughs> I can't be I can't be having you and I can't be having you and Tyler in my ear when there's like a basketball game going on because jeez. <laughs> jeez. I, I wasn't even watching get. last night and then y'all kept messaging me. I'm like, "Dude, I ain't watching this. I'm watching wrestling." And then you guys like, kept you guys now, put overtime. Get moving. Double overtime. Boston Celtics and uh, what's the other team? The uh, Toronto Raptors, and we lost. You did. I'm from Boston, and we lost. I'm just imagining that being an actual home game and everyone being there. It would have been a disaster in the streets. So, (laughs) um, thank God for the bubble, I guess. And are you watching basketball or what? I don't watch sports. <laughs> Larry, she just knows that group about chat. That, that basketball Spider-Man suit. That's all she knows. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So we have a we have a separate group chat from the Cinemini World one. I won't say what's what it's called because people will get offended. But we have a separate group chat, and Larry is so petty in it, like he's a mess. So what Larry does. He makes fun of Hannah's not not knowing a lot about sports. So you sent you send a, a a basketball emoji and said, Hannah, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah's 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 perfect response was the Spider Man the the Sp- Amazing Spider Man suit, which was great. 
Um, yeah, it was very, very exciting. Hannah, what about you? What do you, what do you, what have you been doing? What you been watching? More Breaking Bad um, shit that you've seen a thousand times. What's yeah, I rewatched 21, 22 Jump Street today because um, I had I was making that once said thing. So that was fun. It's always fun watching that. Um, I watched mm-hmm. Shutter Island for like the second time ever. I've only seen it once, and mm-hmm. I love it so much. I don't know why I've only watched it once. Um, Mark Ruffalo supremacy. Uh, <laughs> like, I forgot he was in that, huh? He's so good in like everything, and it makes me so mad because even though like he's been like nominated for I think a few Oscars, I still feel like he's like super underappreciated. I agree. One of my one of my favorite performances from him is um is Spotlight. I oh, really like him in that Spotlight. movie. I'm a big fan of Mark Ruffalo, just not in the MCU. I don't know how that works, but that's just my <laughs> well. My his character, for the, day. the things that they give him is kind of mess. So I mean, the yeah. only time that he's ever been given like kind of like room to like you know bring some act. personality into the role and act is like Ragnarok because yep. like you know they let them do whatever the fuck they wanted and the first <laughs> avengers so that was good yeah those are literally my two the first avengers he was great like really he's hardly an ultron really great and then ultron he's like the sun's real low. i don't know what happened there but then there's a then lot Rock of hope in ultron great. there's not a whole lot of mark ruffalo in ultron it's a great yeah it's a great way 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 to put it Wait, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Mark Ruffalo in um, Infinity War. Oh yeah, on that Dwayne didn't like that. I mean, who no, did like I... that though? I don't even think Mark Ruffalo no. is like happy with that. <laughs> I remember Alex. I love you, Alex. Alex was trying to talk me off a ledge when Infinity War came out, and I was just rioting in the streets about Infinity War's handling of. I don't, I just don't know how you handle everything so well. And then Hulk, fuck. I don't, don't hate know. it or anything, but I, just, I do. Fuck. It's just kind of mad in there. I don't know. I think it's so... I, it got a few good laughs out of me though. Like, no. In the beginning of the movie, I, I was laughing a lot, but when, I guess the part I laughed. Wakanda, I was like, I'm over it. Yeah, I laughed when Tony, because because you know Robert Downey Jr. is great, so he probably made that much better when he's like, "You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards." Great. Okay. Great. Fine. <laughs> but everything else. Man, when they this happens every time I watch Infinity War, when they cut to that last shot of like Hulk kind of coming out of Bruce saying no, like a child, I just, <laughs> I still to this day get so angry. That was horrible. I get so angry. Larry, what about you? What have you been watching? Mm, I watched Antebellum. Oof. Uh, that review will be up on Monday <laughs> for me. Um, it's been a while, so I will say this. Antebellum gave a response out of me. Like, I was actually upset and angry after I watched Antebellum. So By the end or, like, throughout the whole thing? Well, I was, I was a little bit annoyed at the beginning because I was like, why are we doing all of this? But then it, the, Slavery. the twist makes the beginning so much worse that, like, I just thought about the whole thing. And once that twist happened, I was just, I was so annoyed and mad. <laughs> that, I guess we can ugh. talk about it a little bit. I know the embargo is not up yet. I won't say much besides, like, I won't say much besides, besides that, I don't know. Hannah, you're not going to, you, have you watched this yet? What's going on here? I sent no, you, I, I haven't watched it. I, to, I told you I literally haven't watched, like, a single screener you sent me other than the We Are Who We Are screener just oh, because gosh. of, like, Luca. <laughs> that was the fastest, like, I yeah, watched it kidding. all one night. Tuesday, 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 we got off the show. Okay, like literally like 2.5 seconds. I got a message from Hannah saying, what's up with that screener for we are? I was like, Hannah, you 
requesting a screener for me was <laughs> since since when? But she watched it. I, I'm not even done with it, but she's done. Anna be um, wild, and she just—I know she just be watching her same old movies over and over again. <laughs> That's and what I'm saying. I saw a tweet. Not watching a screener until it's Luca. It's weird because I watch a lot of movies that I think people haven't heard of, like all the time on the shows. Like we talk about something, you guys are like, "I haven't seen it," but like. Right. For whatever reason, the things that you guys do watch that are like kind of like smaller, I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> and then I remember, I, I remember, I sent Hannah Lovecraft Country. <laughs> yeah. I think I sent Hannah the Boys. Uh, just all uh, these movies. I don't that ask everyone, for them though. He just sent every, me them <laughs> because I'm just like, this is my squad. Everyone is like, I appreciate it. I sound, of, I sound ungrateful. I sound like a brat, but, but. I know. A, a bunch of a bunch of randoms be like, Dwayne, man, what's the contact to this? And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know you, bud. I can't just be dropping my contacts here and there but i'd be sitting here to this and that and the only one that she even like that she even like nudged for was this luca I, I, and i'm not surprised but i mean what just, what did you expect though <laughs> like literally after the show i'm not even editing yet i'm downloading the uh mp3s and it's hustle what about that screener though and i'm like are you kidding me right now I also jumped at the Big Time Adolescent screener and the Palm Springs screener. Okay. Yeah, you were a little more receptive to those, yeah. I guess. And the other ones, like, hell no. All the, but listen. All the basic white boy stories, Hannah. <laughs> I'm ready. sorry. Legit. Ready. She is ready. Actually, Legit. We Are Who We Are isn't really a basic white boy story I mean, at all bit, really course, it's gonna be a little bit elevated but the trailers not, make it seem that way though it, yeah, but it, a lot of the show really is like focused around um a black family um with like a whole bunch of like uh poc characters so i'll be honest with you i don't like the i don't like what's his face yet i mean maybe, i like him as an actor jack dylan grazer but his his character is awful right now just the worst i I just I are you only on the it. first episode? Yes. Yeah. I can't okay. It. That's I understandable. Can't. In the first in the first episode, uh, there's a thing that happens towards He's the a end brat. that makes you like be like, oh. Mm. He's a brat. <laughs> but He's such a brat in the show. Um, the later three episodes out of the four that we got, um, you you can uh, um, endear to him a bit more. Okay. I mean, so back to uh, Antebellum. Listen, I. Like before, we we just started watching the screener for Antebellum. I heard like it's one of the worst movies of the year. Like this and that, this that and the third. And then I watched it, and then I was like, "Listen, like this ain't terrible, but it's very tasteless." Yes. And I'm watching this, and one of the writers or the director, he's he's black. I know. I was stunned. But he, their talk. Okay, so. The screener starts off, and I and I do want to thank Lionsgate for sending me the screener. I really do. I don't want to sound like I'm bitching here. I'm really, really grateful. But they they start off talking about the movie, and they're like, "We have to tell these stories." I'm like, "Yeah, but 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 by the twist, no, you didn't. No, like no, you didn't. It's it's the twist is so jarring." And I'm not talking about a twist like oh, it was all a dream or not like, like M. Night Shyamalan it, either. It's, it's not like just it's, a stupid yeah. twist. It's not a stupid twist like those. It's it, a, it a twist. twist. It's a twist. It's a twist. That's almost the reason why I really want Hannah to, to watch it to just help well, me. That's like I, the I, reason I, why I'm kind of uh, like 
I haven't yeah. been super excited to watch it is because I've heard like super mixed things. Like I've yeah, heard, I've seen it's... people like on both sides of like the like extremes. Like it's either like the worst thing they've ever seen or like their favorite thing they've it's seen. Beautiful, and, and, so beautiful. Yeah, like it's it like, like, really like what? What? Uh, what? Okay, what's the? Does, they, does y'all remember the girl's name who was supposed to be in Flash? Flash's girlfriend in Justice League, but they they cut her part out. Oh, um, uh, is it Kiersey Clemens? Something like that. Yes, Kiersey, Kiersey Clemens is that it? Uh, she's in the movie. She plays one of the uh, one of the one of the slaves. Uh, Kiersey Clemens. Okay, that's her name. She's in the movie, and 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 like her and Janelle Monae, like they're acting, like they they have been told or they have been they read the script and thought, dude, this could really be a contender. I don't know for what. But they they they're they're acting, and I feel so awful. And I'm looking, I'm watching this, and I'm like, why would you sign up for this? Why it? it and it's not even like taste like like tasteless slavery stuff. There is all that stuff in there, but look, I mean, it, Hollywood would be like, what about it? This is what we do. I mean, like you know, but like I'm watching this, and I'm just like, dude, this is this is too much. I'm so tired of slavery movies. I saw a report. That uh, John David Washington, who no no who was it? Chadwick Boseman and I think Tessa, Tessa Thompson, Thompson. T- turned down turned down slavery roles like as they should because like dude like what is going on here? So and that's amazing yeah, because know. that was at a point in both of their careers that you know they weren't big household names by any means and they yeah. were like nah we're good <laughs> we and, and, taking that role thank you though <laughs> right and, and it's completely different like a slavery role is completely different to to like you know how like uh like like other black roles that are very uh, consistent such as like John David Washington in um in Black Klansmen like you know like you know uh, a black person in in those times you know I, I I have I have no problem with those and stuff or or like with uh Daniel Kaluuya's new movie coming out next year uh Judas and the Black Messiah all that stuff like a black a black person in those times like where where racism was very very heavy no problem with those roles is when we get into these slavery roles like with Tarantino I mean Django Unchained with antebellum and stuff i'm just so i'm so done with it you know what i mean i think in 2020 it's just time to move on from those movies because and then someone when i when when i posted my letterbox review of antebellum someone was like no we have to hear these stories and how they treat it i'm like no we don't we know i think i understand why actors would take the role because any sort of pain role pain dramatic role as an actor i think sounds like an opportunity so you know you're really going to get to stretch you know <laughs> maybe outside of your comfort zone but you're going to get to really go through the gambit of emotion so i can understand even right. somebody like janelle monae i well well i don't know if i had seen this script i'd have been like oh hell no what is this message <laughs> but um you know, you get to push yourselves. The same thing, you know, we've had a million Holocaust and World War II stories. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, people are, for whatever reason, Hollywood is obsessed with depicting, like, pain. Like, this torture porn, but real-life actual torture. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why? Why do we have to... And uh, once you're watching it, though, it does cross a line to where you're like, okay, there's a way to show the atrocities that happened and to show that obviously the situations were bad without having people have to sit through 
like I said, literal torture porn, like literally just watching the yeah. events in front of our eyes. We don't need to see all of that over and over and over again and get, you know, accustomed to seeing it. You can you can do it in other ways. And if you need to tell and another thing, sorry, if you want yeah. to tell these stories, very old historic stories, focus in on the black characters first of all do not make the slave owners or any of that we don't need white savior films <laughs> centered around that and we mm. finally do get one with like a harriet tubman and that gets botched so you know it's like come on and that was also a black female director so right. i don't know what's going on with this material harriet tubman should have had a movie a long time ago already and the one we got wasn't it so I, I yeah, agreed. I, I understand like why they keep getting made because I do think that a lot of filmmakers like have like the idea of being like educational. Yeah. Um but like especially after I think like 12, 12 years of slave and like how well that was executed and how like uh how big of a like an impact that made on just like the industry altogether. Yeah. It just yeah. it seems like, you know, there's no where can we go like beyond that movie? that can add on to you know what we've already been what we've already seen and you know that can educate us more and a lot yeah. of these movies don't expand upon that and just seems like you know more of the same that's like right. from roots to 12 years that should be the bookends you know yeah. a good yeah. opening story that did a great job about really educating people and starting a conversation and a good pretty much closer with 12 years and mm. actually oh this one frustrates me because antebellum had a cool concept it could have gone down they opened the door for this kind of existential Agreed. your past with mixing with your future and that's where i thought the movie was going and that could have made for a cool idea and they just threw that out the window for this horrible twist yes yeah and and last thing i'll say before break is that uh the the, the marketing is awful because okay. i saw this trailer a bunch of times in theaters in front of horror movies mm -hmm. like uh fantasy island oof, and like you know all those bad movies that we got and what it was telling me was that this is some uh, twilight zone horror kind of movie stuff is happening there's a little girl saying shh and it's supposed to, you know it's yeah. scary come see it horror fans and it's not a horror movie like at all like like i'm trying to think of one moment where it was horror maybe there's one in an elevator but other than that there is there is no horror whatsoever and i hate those kind of marketing uh plays and stuff so I don't know. That's, that's all I'll say before our, the official review, because I definitely want to talk about it in full length and give and talk about spoilers as well, because like it's, it's it's a disaster. But uh, with that being said, everyone, we're going to go on our first break of the show. When we get back, we'll talk about some some more Dune or we'll talk about Dune for the show. And yeah, back in a moment, everyone. Cinema Life. I might never call my home. 
Alrighty, back on the show here today, Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne once again, joined by my co-host, Hannah. And we're also joined by our special guest for today, Larry, from the Cinemania World team. All right, we're going to get into Dune. Dune trailer that popped off yesterday. One thing I want to say, though, real quick, is that, hey, listen, listen, Warner Bros., like, I'm not going to fault you for your marketing so far of this movie. We'll see how it ramps up when it's, like, closer to release. But the marketing so far has been, I think, excellent. What they did first was... They did a teaser trailer in the theater in front of Tenant, and then they did a teaser trailer again online before the movie, like I think on Tuesday. And then they did like a whole like DC fandom kind of event where we had we had some like the direct was the director there? Was Denis Villeneuve there? I think yeah, he, he was. was. Okay, and then they had the cast who was all looking great. Rebecca Ferguson, my lord! But um, <laughs> everybody was looking great. They were talking about the movie. It was literally like like a like a DC fandom panel for Dune, which is awesome. Okay, then they did the trailer. It was hosted by Stephen Colbert. I don't know why, but he was there. Um, so then they did the trailer. I thought the trailer was amazing, which is what I expected. This is what everyone expected. Everyone expected an amazing trailer. I really, really enjoyed the trailer. Like it's one of those trailers. I haven't, I haven't watched it as much as I did the Batman trailer, but it was a, it's a close second because I did watch the trailer a lot to see what it's going to be about, what they're doing. They had the part that they showed in theaters with the whole stick your finger in this box, and he does it. I'm like, dude, what you doing? And then some stuff happens. Uh, Zendaya. After hearing about Han- what Hannah was saying about the Shawnee character, I absolutely see that from this trailer because she has like about two moments in this tra- whole trailer. So I think Dan, I think I think Hannah is spot on with that analysis as far as like you know referring to the book and whatnot. But I was trailer say, was it's awesome. not an analysis. I know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, but like you know, uh, the trailer was great. Timothy was great. Looks great. That jaw, that jawline is firm. Um, I even, I like Jason Momoa a lot in this trailer. I like the trailer a lot. Oscar Isaac, that, that beard is heavenly. So, uh, the worm at the end, like the cinematography, it all looks great. And I'm really excited. The only thing I didn't like was the song. The song was awful. I don't know what happened there, but, 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 but that's it. Uh, I thought the trailer was great. Uh, Hannah, what about you? What'd you think? I love the trailer so much. Um, I think that I've watched this trailer more than the Batman trailer. Um, (laughs) I love Denis. (laughs) He's my favorite director working right now. Um, And this has been like my most anticipated movie. Like I think like ever for like any movie, this is just the most excited I've ever been about a movie. Um, And so the trailer lived up to like every bit of hype I had. I love the book. So watching the trailer, I was like getting really excited because there's like a lot of things through it that I was like, oh my God, I know what, I know what's happening. I know what that is. Um, (laughs) and like everyone on Twitter who like hasn't read it is like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh, you don't know that. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's always cool when like a, like a book adaption, book adaption comes out. Cause like you kind of have like an inside to (laughs) what's going on already. Um, but yeah, just from this trailer alone, like the movie seems like more faithful to the book than, um, David Lynch's Dune. Um, but I, I did want to like tweet, uh, yesterday or when the trailer came out that, because I a lot of people don't like David Lynch's Dune. I don't like it. But um mm-hmm. I do think that for people who haven't read the book and who don't want to read the book, I do think that that movie is like kind of like a good like in just to kind of get like a a little bit of knowledge um about like the world or just kind of like get like a bit of a grasp on it altogether because in the trailer they really don't give you like what the movie is about at all. Um 
I mean, I, I kind of expected that, though. I think that hopefully the second trailer gives us, you know, more plot stuff, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'm so, 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 so excited. Yeah, yeah, same here. I echo everything that you said. Uh, let's go to Larry. What about you? Yeah, I think the trailer was amazing. I just saw all the hype yesterday while I was at work, so I couldn't watch it yet. But, oh, it looks so good. It looks pretty much like what I had anticipated, kind of like Hannah said. Uh, it lived up to all of the hype I was hoping for going in, and maybe then some. Um, I am nervous from the hype of the film community though a little bit echoing what hannah said but then there goes hannah talking about star wars and lord of the rings who <laughs> and i'm like girl don't even put those in the same idea because i do think people are expecting something along those lines and dune is not that dune is not <laughs> On this action adventure fantasy oh, no. film. I guess um, the closest thing that Dune comes to like Star Wars is like the prequels because the prequels are kind of like it has a lot of politics in yeah, it and yeah, Dune is definitely true. like very politics. So yeah, I, I just think people in their head get, and that first trailer does kind of give you that vibe too of like this epic fantasy film with the worm and then- Which, which listen, I hate to cut you off. I do. But if you go back to a world show, I said, I think Hannah and I both said this on a world show like months ago. We said they better fucking market this movie as that- like yeah. as that because you cannot market this movie as slow and methodical because ain't nobody showing up now i don't think anybody's showing up anyway that like that at that much for this movie to be honest with you but i do think they showed in this trailer much much like better than the blade runner 2049 trailer because oh, the the with these kind of spectacles what i want is i do want you to lie to me like Antebellum, I was pissed at the marketing, but ain't, ain't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody seeing, ain't nobody gonna go see Antebellum. Fine, I want this movie to be, I want this movie to like tank Avatar. I, I really do. I don't know why Avatar is like the second highest, whatever. I want this movie to be that. It ain't, but you better, sh as Warner Bros, you had an awful year last year as far as box office. Okay, awful. The year before was banger, but I don't know what happened last year as far as bar box office. So you market this movie like it's Star Wars, like it's Lord of the Rings, like it's Avengers, like it's whatever the fuck will make y'all come and see this movie, this spectacle. Market it as an event. And that whole panel thing they did yesterday was that. They didn't just drop the trailer like, here you go. They did like a panel. So you market it like it is like the next coming age of like the next event for the next 10 years. And that's I think that's, that's what they did. Now, Larry, stop telling everybody that's not what it, that's not what it is, though. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just scared because I know... Uh, Okay, so I, I, I'll go with this marketing idea. They have to get all of their money then in week number one. Because if you go that route, 
then it's going to get like an F cinema score. Oh, no. Because people are going to be pissed. Like if they go in there, all the reviews are going to be like, oh my gosh, this was boring mess. I hated this. And like they do all of the A24 horror films. They market them as horror. They get in and they're like, what is this slow movie? Like this happened to Hereditary. <laughs> that happened to Hereditary. The only thing but in the trailer for Hereditary and the Hereditary money. was the last like 15 minutes of the movie. It's a hair. This is the, the witch, fucking movie. The witch was but... marketed as a horror. It Comes at Night was marketed as oh, a yeah. straight up horror film and it was not. <laughs> go, well, ahead, I, say, go ahead. Already, say, go ahead. Hannah. I think that there's already been kind of like a shift with that with, in Dune though. I mean the just the reaction alone. I'm not even talking just about like film Twitter. The trailer right now has 10 million views and it's still number one on trending. It's still number one on trending. Uh, Not number one on trending on Twitter. It's still number one on trending on YouTube, I believe. So it's like, you know, it's getting out there. A lot of people are seeing it. I don't think that Blade Runner 2049 made this kind of noise. I don't even really think Tenet made this kind of noise apart from like outside of like film Twitter. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm hoping that this is like a good sign for the movie. I really, I really, really Otherwise, do. They risked it. I'm telling you, Warner Brothers are risking it all for Dune. I think that Denise because... is a sweet talker. <laughs> it's insane. Well, because I'm also like, this is supposed to have a part two. If it bombs <laughs> like most Villeneuve epics have not done well at the box office. And uh, the are, we gonna, are we just going to get half of a story? Like, are they actually fully committed to giving him another 175 right. million for they part better. two? Because. Uh, <laughs> The Blade Runner 2049 trailer has 31 million views right now, and none of them showed up. I don't know what happened, but so yeah, I, I really, I, I really has hope already like a quarter of what Blade Runner 2049 trailer is. Hannah, right? I, huh? I, I I'm that, that was very easy math. Hannah, the third, 31 to third, 10, whatever. <laughs> uh, I um, well, listen, Stupidly I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm hoping. Listen, I. Like I wanna, what what was yesterday? I was getting annoyed at like, listen, some people on Twitter who hate fun, Me. or Larry, Larry, yes, you're you are a part of this gang. <laughs> I, I hate Alyssa, fun. I think Alyssa was doing the same thing. Listen, Brett started oh, it. I didn't start it. Brett, Brett started my it. my my good man, <laughs> my good man, Brett, love him to death. All of y'all need to stop at that listen because i'm fine a day later i'm like okay yeah i i will see about the box office but i'm but i'm nervous but while twitter is ablaze <laughs> right now i just i i hate that so much because i'm on twitter everyone's going nuts i'm going nuts i'm tweeting like hannah like five tweets in, in like an hour <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm going crazy i'm making I'm, I'm making like photoshop awful photoshop pictures of like Chalamet and stuff, and hey. then I just scroll Twitter and I see. Oh, I mean, people shouldn't really get that excited because you know the box office. I'm just guys, not now, all right, not now. Okay? I'm just really so, scared about that part too. Like this being a two-parter is what makes me most nervous. I'm like, oh, you can't leave us hanging, Warner Brothers, and you can't look the complete story at least. Like, can't, first yeah, oh part. yeah, oh, it has to at least conclude. <laughs> you cannot leave this on a cliffhanger, please, Jesus. Yeah. I agree because I I I, I, I hate that like he would do that though because I know that he did want to expand with Blade Runner twenty forty nine that's a complete film too yeah Thank Hannah you. how would oh. you feel if they were like okay Denis we'll give you a second film but you only get fifty million I think well, I think Denis could could do a fifty million dollar Dune film especially with the later half of the mo- uh, the later half of like yeah. the story well, have I either think fifty million wouldn't be too bad. 
have either of you ever watched the the campy other film? The yes. Quote unquote original. <laughs> the, way with the what? The what? David Lynch's film. No, I haven't seen it. I I listen. It's I it's um, not faithful to the book at all. But yeah. I do think that like if you Hello? know nothing about Dune, then I do think that that movie would be kind of like oh, a good like first like step into the door of at least getting like yeah. the lore of it. I the reason why I haven't seen it is because to be honest with you, like I got into film, I got it like I got I really really got into film only like six or seven years ago. So and 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 what got me into film was like the newer looking movies. So unless it's like Star Wars. Or something. When you tell me like there's like an '80s sci-fi film, I'm like, I don't know. It's two ways. Way too, way too cheesy for my liking and stuff. But I mean, the but, '80s yeah. is like our classics now. Which yeah, is, of course, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Back to the Future and all them Ghostbusters. The '80s is what everybody like reveres as the best films ever. <laughs> if you ask them now, but right, right. So yeah, the trailer was great. I just um, if we go ahead, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say the original. I think it's a little bit harshly crapped on. I be I think they did what they could for the time and with that source material. Oh yeah. I mean it's not it's not good, but I'm also like I mean what did you want it's them the first to step do? In the door yeah, where, like, what did you want like, them to do? Like have no idea what it is. <laughs> Yeah. It's like at least like a little bit accessible. Yes, I, I agree. I think it's fine for what it what it tried to accomplish. I'm pumped for this though. I'll be like throwing it back in the movie theater for Timothy, for Oscar, yeah, for so for Jason Momoa, <laughs> all of them. I'll be like, hey. Also, By the way, no. Duncan Idaho. He is very different, at least from what the trailer is making it seem like. Wait for Jason Momoa's yeah, character. Jason Momoa. I mean, listen, if you're gonna cast, here's my say with that. I don't know what Duncan Idaho is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like serious or something. Yeah. Okay, okay. If, if if you're gonna cast Jason Momoa, then you that means he's typecast and he's typecast for a specific role. And the trailer, because I was nervous when they cast, and I was like, Jason Momoa, he's gonna be. I was yeah, I was like, Jason Momoa is gonna be like all stern and all and I'm gonna be like, I don't want that and stuff. And that's listen, he's Jason. Momoa in this movie, just in an action and like a and like a Dune spectacle, and a Denis Villeneuve. Could you could you imagine watching Aquaman and being like, "Yo, that guy's gonna be in Dune"? By <laughs> I mean, like, Dave Bautista, he's one of the villains. Say, so. Did you see Dave this time, Hannah? Yeah, I did see Dave this yep. time. Spotted him, girl. <laughs> I swear to God, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> She's I, like, he's not in this, just, right? I, like, I guess know. I just did not recognize him in that she's, teaser. She straight and up thought Jason Momoa replaced Dave Bautista <laughs> in the game. I, I did. I really did. Because I saw <laughs> things about him being in the movie, and then I never saw anything again. Then I swear to God, yeah. I thought I saw something about Dave Bautista dropping out of it. Um, I was really uh, happy. Yeah, I was really happy to see him and stuff. But guess not. Uh, <laughs> but he looks <laughs> great. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, with that being said, we'll go to another break, everyone. We'll keep, keep talking about Dune and then take some questions. Back in a moment. Cinemania Life.
Alrighty, back on the show here, everyone, Cinema Media Live. Once again, I'm Dwayne, joined by my co-host Hannah and our special guest, uh, Larry. Let's get into some questions about the Doom trailer. I have a couple here. Uh, if you Once again, if you want to text us for the Cinema Media Live show or any other show that we do where we have questions, you can send in your text to our Skype number, which is 617-506-3409, and Hannah and I, Hannah and I will answer those questions on Tuesday and Thursdays on the live show and stuff like that. So here's the first question. This person here says, I liked the trailer a lot, actually, but it didn't quite get me excited for the movie because I feel like people are just not going to go see it. I feel like it didn't do it didn't do what it was supposed to do as far as getting people excited for the film and letting people know what the movie is about. Um, I respectfully disagree. I think it I think it did great. I don't think i agree with like it didn't like give like anything about the story but like Dwayne doesn't know what the fuck dune is and Dwayne's yeah. excited so. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> you know, that's I saw true a lot that's true. of people on twitter yesterday who hadn't seen who hadn't read the book who hadn't seen the david lynch movie and they're super excited i think just denise name alone gets people excited so um, I also, I also think y'all are spoiled. I think y'all are spoiled, and I think I don't know what's going on, but I think they, I think Christopher Nolan now seeing now seeing Tenet, I mean, I don't think he still knows what that movie is about. But I, I will say they didn't say much about that movie when that movie came out as well. And I think beyond if this was pre-pandemic, it would have done really well. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, and at the, at the beginning of that statement was a little bit strange, uh, not getting excited for a trailer because you don't think people will watch it. Um, I don't know if you're coming at that as like a analytical uh, looking at like uh, just trying to be more business and less like reactionary, but I don't know. I think you should just be excited if it makes you right. excited. Yeah, which is weird to me always. Like I said this the other day on Twitter, I was like, I'll let the studios worry about like the returns, and I'm just gonna enjoy the movie. Like <laughs> me and Dwayne, we'll worry about the returns too. We like we like yeah. hearing about those returns. <laughs> me and Dwayne like to talk about like box office stuff like that, but like right. it's just weird when like the movie hasn't even like come out yet. You know what I mean? Or like isn't even really like close to being out yet. And I understand like a lot of people are like, oh, but like it has such a big budget, and I'm like, but why does that matter to you? Hannah, like, Hannah, what'd you think about seeing only in theaters at the end of that trailer? Oh, I, I, like, <laughs> I said, like I said, I don't really care when it gets released. I, mean, like, <laughs> I just want to see the movie. It's fine. Like, I understand that we're in, like, a pandemic right now. And I understand that there's a lot of movies that have gotten moved into next year. So it, like, kind of leaves, like, space. They're panicking. Like, a little this unavailable. Is... They're so, they're panicking too. I can like tell what the what the I don't know what they were expecting from Tenet, but it looks like like they're panicking. Like fuck, we need Tenet to like to like to 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 stay in theaters. We got to move Wonder uh, Wonder Woman, and that means we have to move Dune. I just think they need to just pump I, the brakes and relax. I think, and also, no, Hannah is not a theater snob. She is literally hopping onto Twitter saying Villeneuve. Uh, just drop it, leak it to the online world. Please. Thank you. So she's um, ready for any size screen to watch Doom. <laughs> that's very true. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I don't really care, like, when it gets released. I just think that there's a lot of people who are, like, jumping onto this, like, so soon. And be like, it's getting released in 2022. And I'm like, what <laughs> think that Warner Bros. is going to hold this fucking movie for two years? You guys are absolutely insane. I think that Warner Bros. will throw this into, like, fucking April of next year before they throw it into December of 2022. Like, are you guys, like, think. Yeah. Like, just sit down know. for a second and think. I, that's what I want people to do. I, I don't know. Sit down for one second and actually think about something for more than, like, a minute. I don't know why my dear friend Rachel thought 2022 so badly. I was like, girl, what? what? Why are you saying 2022? Why would on this movie for two years? <laughs> Genuinely. Hannah, I'm an yeah, act, so don't worry. Um, I, I, I would, it would be, listen, I, I'm, I'm definitely someone who pokes, who pokes fun at like, have it come out in 2022. I'm definitely not oh, serious no. or anything like that. Cause that would be utterly ridiculous. <laughs> now there's people on Twitter who actually think that. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like that when I posted that on. fake, I posted a fake magazine that and people were like, dude, man, uh, they do that. That's great. I'm like, guys, you all need to, I don't know. But here's the thing about, um, the Warner brothers and these release dates. Because it was it was kind of released yesterday that you know they're considering well there's been like rumors about them wanting to move uh, Wonder Woman 1984 into Dune spot and then pushing Dune to next year for some reason like here's here's my thing here's a couple of things box office is not going to change within a month it, it ain't happening so I don't know what you thought you're gonna make because when was when was when was it supposed to come out in October so like Wonder Woman. No, no, Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah, October 2nd. So, okay, okay, so like two months. I don't think two months is going to change as far as box office people coming to the theater. Like, this is a pandemic. So all of y'all mofos that laughed at Fast and Furious and A Quiet Place for being like, yo, we're going next year. We're out of here. You know, all of y'all that was hoping for like later on in the year. I mean, it, it ain't happening as far as like some big box office opening. That's that's, that's just what studios need to realize and right honestly, now. Honestly, Universal with, with like, that was like, really right. smart because they stake to their claim. Like Fast and Furious was the first one to do it. And they pretty much were like, yeah, oh, we're going to take this weekend now. Like <laughs> A20, A24 with St. Maude. I just don't know what you oh guys are gosh. expecting wow. in two months. I mean, what? Like they, the Warner Brothers was like, okay, maybe Dune will come out at the end. Uh, I mean, I mean, Tenet will come out at the end in August. They were saying that in July. Like, guys, nothing is going to change in a matter of three months, as far as, especially in America. Are you kidding? California was just like orange yesterday. Like, there's nothing changing as far as 2020 being trash. So I need y'all to just release the movies and just go with it and just let it release and let it happen because you guys could have did the 2021 thing. Now 2021 is loaded. I went through it, like, on Tuesday with Hannah. It's so crowded, 2021. There's, like, no room for Dune at all next year. And like, the, at all. The so thing I is, have no idea. And it's the thing where it's, like, people are like, oh, yeah, like, move Wonder Woman into December and then move Dune into, no. like, 2021. And I'm like, but, you, but you're not seeing that really Dune's best shot right now is staying in December. That's right. Because it's going to be the only thing in theaters, you know, even if theaters are still open. If they're not, then, you know there's no other choice in the movie into 2021 but if theaters are still open and and if we're still in the climate that we are right now let's say things don't get worse right yeah just like how we are right now dune will make some sort of profit okay it 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 will if it stays in december well i don't know about profit but it'll make money (laughs) it'll make money you know what i mean sorry sorry yeah (laughs) like wonder woman that's like a guaranteed hit like that's not a risk that you know wonder uh 
Warner Bros. has to worry about. They can throw Wonder Woman into any month of next year and Wonder Woman will make money. You know? So it's right. like, why would they take their what if in December and move it into 2021 with so much more competition and then move Wonder Woman into December when, you know, we're in the middle. Give Wonder Woman a little bit more time because we're in the middle of a pandemic. It might make more money if they put it into 2021. I also think think Wonder Brothers needs to think awards as well. So uh, this is going to be a, a a, this is going to be an easy awards year, an easier I'll say, because yes, we're still going to get, they, they opened that window more, but Wonder Woman is not a, a potential Oscar nominee. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, something magically happens, but let's be real. That's not one you're pushing for awards. You're pushing that for money. Dune, however, that saving grace, if it doesn't make back its money, is if it's an awards contender. And I think they want it to be an awards contender, like they pushed Blade Runner 2049 for awards. So this is a lighter year, and I would love to see Dune, if it is good, at least they have to know that they should be a shoe-in on like cinematography and visual effects, should be nominations that Dune is able to snatch up. But, you know, and so December is still a great time. And we talked about this on our box office show with Wonder Woman and with Black Widow, particularly people are going to pay that $30. If you do what if you do what Disney just did with Mulan and Mulan made about 34, 35 million dollars reportedly off of this opening weekend. That would have equated out to about a 70 to $80 million opening weekend at the box office. So if you do that with Wonder Woman and with Black Widow, people are going to pay that subcharge and they're going to watch it at home, um, honestly. And even if you only do that in America and you release it into theaters other places. That's exactly what I was saying on Tuesday and yeah, on a box Tenet, office show. Tenet is having just good international like, yeah. numbers. It's just not doing good so in the United I, States. <laughs> I I I just don't I I I knew when Tenet was gonna come like when when like two weeks ago Larry and I both was like twenty twenty five yeah. it it ain't happening when it comes to forty or fifty it's just not so my thing is instead of just hitting the panic button on these movies I think. For Warner Brothers, I don't know what Disney's thinking about for Black Widow. They might put it on Disney Plus. They might just let it go into theaters. Um, you got No Time to Die also coming out. I think for Wonder Woman, I think you do put that on HBO Max for for uh, in, in front of a paywall, and you let it release internationally. And then Dune, you spend all your like marketing money on that movie. Because, because, like Larry, you're right. Like people are going to pay for established movies, and that is Wonder Woman, and that is Black Widow. You know what's not established right now? Dune. So you have to release that in theaters. You have to just prioritize it for like December is Dune month. Like you have to prioritize it like that. Do not move it into 2020, into like like February. Like, can you imagine? Like, just like, no. okay, Dune's coming out. Or, or then there's people who are like, okay, if it gets bumped, just bump it into January. This is You think this is all going to be done in January? You think a month is going to make a difference? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. We're like, seeing the UK is going back into more severe lockdown measures just this past week. 
Yeah, so I, I just, instead of hitting the panic button, uh, WB, you gotta just let it, you gotta run with it. Ain't nothing's gonna be, nothing's gonna be, like, changed by December. I mean, I, that that's a promise. Yeah. You gotta re- just release it. Uh, just release it, and then Wonder Woman is fine going on VOD. Uh, you'll probably or bring some moving. fucking subscribers to HBO Max because yeah. ain't nobody, ain't nobody <laughs> subscribing. That. Like I, I, I got a screener late last night from that's HBO Max and and thanks because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not subbing to HBO Max anytime ah! soon. Like because I so. I mean, I, I just don't know because th- that's a win-win to me. If you release it, if you release it, Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman on HBO Max, and then you got a big movie and, and coming out in December, that's a win-win to me because you got more subscribers for HBO Max and under a paywall, people got to pay for it. Then you have Dune coming out in theaters to be that December kind of close out the year movie, close out a really horrible year too. Like you, you can market it up, mar- uh, close out 2020 with a bang or something like that. I don't know what they're going to do, but just, 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 I don't know. I have... No idea. My only one thing this is ridiculous that they if they if they um delay Dune into January. No, um, January so. that's Dumb. ridiculous. At that's least really stupid. December is like January will be open too, but like January I think like even like just regulars kinda know that January is like bad, like horror movie month. Like nobody really goes and sees movies in January. At least with like December yeah. it'll be like around like holiday season. Honestly, so. yeah. If you're gonna delay Dune, I think you should delay it an entire year. I think it should stay at a December release date and just move to 2020. What was next year's December movie? Isn't that the Bat? No, that's not bad. The Batman's October. October. When... Oh, next year is just really stacked. Well, wasn't there like a big December movie for next year that I. I mean, just... there always yeah. is. December always yeah. has at least two or three Rachel. pretty big releases right around the holidays. December. But they all December. thrive. That's what. That's the thing about December is even when there's a lot of competition, they still can. You can have multiple big releases thrive at that time of year. Well, just don't do what you did a couple of years ago well, with Bumblebee, Mary Poppins, and Aquaman. Like, well, like, two out of the three, three did okay. Just Bumblebee got screwed. <laughs> Disaster! I was like, "What are you?" Bumblebee right was now? the one who came out bad on that one. Sadly, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah I just, the best out of the bunch. Oh, poor and, Bumblebee! And, right, it's the but best Aquaman one. was like, "Hey, I'm good over here." <laughs> yeah, fucking Aquaman yeah. making one billion dollars. <laughs> that right, one crushed so. all both of those other two. <laughs> right. Jesus. Um. Yeah. So the mom showed up for Jason Momoa. <laughs> Mom, y'all better show up for Dune 2. Y'all better show up for Oscar <laughs> Isaac and Jason Momoa. <laughs> Mamas, come on in. And your teenage daughters. Chalamet. Your daughters That's will be I'm ready saying. for Chalamet. Aquaman, Aquaman, I was hearing like moans in my theater. My mom especially. I'm like, mom, what the <laughs> hell? If, if, if I go see Dune with my mother and she doesn't moan at, at, these, at these three men. There's like three men in this movie that just like screams women like just in all caps women you got oscar isaac in that and that gray and black beard you got chalamet for the young ones and then you got and then you got momoa right for the middle age for the you know and right for the middle age Rowan. Rowan. josh Rowan's up in that bad boy you got <laughs> and, and, and then for the boys you got rebecca ferguson you got zendaya and with some blue eyes like i don't know i don't know what else you would want from this from a movie like this it's no. just let's go by the and way co- what are we thinking for runtime 
I, I think this movie is going to be like three hours. Point five. I <laughs> no, think it's three no, and a half to four. Don't, I do. I really don't do. spread that. Don't spread that to the universe. Don't I mean, if, if it's not, it has to be around. This material is though. That's the thing that when I say three and a half hours, that doesn't sound crazy to people who know Dune. I, I know. I, I'm I, like, listen, Wayne, I'm sure you're right. I just don't need the that. story. I mean, you do need that to understand Dune. You do. No, <laughs> the story no. is not like okay, Lord of the Rings, but it requires a Lord is the rings runtime Dwayne. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm <laughs> listen, I'm peak, I'm gonna peek my mic here. That's another thing. If you think audiences are coming to a 3.5 hour movie, listen, you don't tell them. This, this, <laughs> disaster. Like don't let them know. Thinking? No, no. You think and this, is, this is coming from someone who thought when I remember when Endgame was coming out and I said, dude, like the audience is gonna tank for this movie because this is way too long for like the casual audience. Nope. Everyone showed up. That ain't happening for Dune. I promise you that. I promise you that it ain't happening for Dune. So if you drop that runtime once again, I don't think Denis Villeneuve gives a shit. <laughs> then then, then Denis Villeneuve ain't gonna have no money. Okay, that's just gonna be the issue. He's already so, been paid. <laughs> so I, I mean, so listen. I I think once again you lie. Okay, I guess lie. Say listen, this is gonna be two <laughs> yeah. hours and fifteen minutes, baby. And then when those show times come up on like AMC. It's gonna have wait, hey, wait, wait a minute. Why does one showing it starts at noon and the other ones that's like seven? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? All right, just just go watch the movie. Just I really go. do. I, like I, I really do want this movie to like succeed, and I really, I really like, I really, really would hope for it to just do well. And I really, I really wish that people, especially the ones who are like, oh my god, it's like no originality in Hollywood. Like you gotta go. And support it because I, mean, I you can't I, really I say can't. that with Dune because it's a reboot. It's a remake oh, and it's an adaptation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So I don't God know. Damn. Uh, all right. Tyler's blowing up this group chat right now. Oh, he is. I'm not paying attention. Tyler, quick. <laughs> um, all right. We're gonna go on our last break, everyone. Back in a moment. Enjoy Larry's song, I guess. Hey. <laughs> Already back on the show here, Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne, once again, joined by my co-host Hannah and our special guest for today, Larry. So let's go to one another question here. It's another question about Dune. Thanks for all the Dune questions, everyone, even though most of you guys are ridiculous. All right. This person here says, why does this movie look so dark? I, I, I couldn't, I could barely see anything on my computer screen and I had the brightness all the way up. If th huh? this is not this is hold on oh my god this is this is this is a great last line this is not gonna bring audiences to theaters why is everyone so bent up on this damn audience thing like a dark 
This movie is too dark. It's like they're in sand. Fine. They're in sand. (laughs) It's like it's like a desert. I think they're talking about when they are on um, Arrakis. Yeah, because I, mean, I I do think that's warranted though. The like, because I what a cool planet people, name. Oh uh, yeah, I I've seen a few Arrakis. people be like the lighting changes, um, and like the color grading is like weird. Like it's kind of jarring how different they are. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's warranted though because you are in a lot of different locations, um, yeah, and they can all look the same because you know it, it's sand. <laughs> a lot of it is like the like the duny kind of like uh locations. So I think the lighting and color grading is really, like, the only way you're going to be able to make uh, a huge, like, um, difference between, like, knowing where you are in the movie, so. It's going to be Little Women all over again. People just are confused. How do you spell Arrakis? I'm putting that in my Twitter location. It's amazing. Um, Fantastic. Make make sure. Arrakis. (laughs) (laughs) So people want to go follow me on Twitter. They'd be like, oh, man, where's this guy from? He's from Arrakis. A-R-R. R R A K I S Arrakis baby. Not that's <laughs> it. No like no no like comma comma so and so. Nope. Just Arrak. Oh, that's fucking Dwayne from Arrakis. <laughs> Hold on, let me change my uh change my cover photo oh my too. Oh god, I love it because Dwayne knows nothing. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me drain, let me change my color my my cover photo as well as the last thing. So Are you I changing can officially- it soon? Yes. Are you As kidding you me? Should. I'm trying to figure out which photo I want. Do I want t- uh, sad t- Timothy Chalamet? Do I want scold? <laughs> do I want scolding Chalamet? Do I want him and Zendaya about to kiss? Or do I want? <laughs> or do I want the? Do I want the worm? No, you don't want the worm. I think I want. I think I want scolding Chalamet, yeah. baby. Do there it. There we go. Look at that. Wow. Now that. I gotta go look. Now everyone on the sh- that's listening is gonna go look. <laughs> yes. As I should. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that chin. Damn it, <laughs> That was good. Hey. Period. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I love it. Dwayne from I'm sweating. I'm all excited Ooh. for this movie. I have, oh I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen with this movie, but <laughs> I'm excited. So, by the way, the same the same cinematographer is doing the Batman. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's amazing. Warner Brothers. God um, damn Mandalorian. It. He did Mandalorian, too. What a comeback for this studio, huh? Like, what a comeback for them. They they have been... I'm not talking about, like, money-wise. I'm talking more so, like, just, like, the creative stuff that they're that they're doing. I think next year they, they have Godzilla versus Kong. Like, they are just... They are just, just, like, lining up these hits. You got Dune. You got Tenet. You got the superhero stuff. The Batman trailer is, like, still amazing and stuff. So, good for them. Good yeah. for them. All right, so I know Larry you want to talk about this Oscar stuff that's going on. I don't have much to add. Just say that everyone, a lot of people have been exposed. That's all I'll say. Uh, a lot of my mutuals, a lot of my homies have been exposed with this Oscar guideline thing. Why Why? why is it so bad to have a person of color in a movie? Why? Can someone you know, help me out with like, that? Well, what about like wh- whoever's best for the role? What oh if it's yeah, like, that's like the worst. best for the role. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, you, you cannot tell me right now that you cannot find like an actor who is like a person of color that can do the same thing that a white yeah. person can do in the role. And I've seen other people be like, "Well, what if the movie's just about like you know that it has like commentary or something like that that like has to have just white people?" And I'm like, "Well, 
We don't need those. We don't need those. Move on. Right. And honestly, well, that's what's really getting me is that these are, I did a whole video about it, that these are just the bare bones. Like, this is really minimalistic change, honestly. If they hadn't made a a deal, like, come out and said it and just put these in and snuck them in, uh, I honestly don't think we would have seen much of a change because you only have to meet two out of the four criteria. So you can still make an all-white male straight movie with all white people writing and directing and working on it as long as your intern uh, class is diverse and you have, like, women who run the publicity. And you're good. You're done. All right, so Greta Garwig, you don't have to fix some stuff, girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just is. I mean, oh gosh, it's been more the arguments that have just been driving. Greta Garwig being a female director alone is already meeting one of the requirements. So yeah, that's true. I mean, so yeah, I mean, if they are so easy, Tarantino, you're gonna have to. Come on, come like on even even like Martin Scorsese, people were making fun of him, but he always has a female. Um, is it cinematographer? Mm. Yeah. 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 He always has like that prominent woman he works with all the time, which that already pretty much checks off one box. All he's got to do is, you know, hire on, well, one. People are so dumb because the other thing is the LGBTQ <laughs> is so included in this. And I hate to break it to y'all, as stereotypical as it is, most of your costume designers, as well as your hair and makeup people, are either going to be women or LGBTQ members. So check right Period. there. Like it's just as uh, people made such a big deal, and I don't understand. But for the people wanting best films to just be nominated, uh, I posted this on Twitter, and I'm going to just say it here again. You cannot, with confidence, say the best films rise to the top based on and predicated on a system created by straight white men to favor straight white men and that has favored straight white men since its inception so unless that is changed we cannot ever say that the best films in good conscience are the ones being nominated period it can't I'm trying to find a preach kind of like soundbite <laughs> I can't I can't find (laughs) one right now but I mean listen that best films narrative is what or best just pick the best or the best should just be what's here that's the narrative that has been used to literally keep things the way they are and keep white straight men in power this entire history so I know a lot are good intentioned but that is the language of the oppressor and I won't hear it (laughs) Can you say the last? Can you say the last line of your uh, of what you of your uh, statement there, please? Just, 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 just. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> the last line, not the statement just now. The one by your tweet and stuff. Just the last line. Come on, oh, that... do, it, do it for the culture. I, I... <laughs> it's a it's a run on sentence, Dwayne. It's a long one sentence. Okay, fine, fine, fine. All out. Oh, let me just put this. Hold on. Let me try to see if this would. That was not what I was expecting. I don't know what that was. I thought you were going to have a a church recording up in here, Dwayne. Here it is. There's one. (laughs) There's one one more. I'm I'm on YouTube. Hold on. What's this? Uh, Larry Fax, okay? That's why I didn't have much to say. I don't think I have it anymore in my phone. I, um... Anna, what do you think? Let me try. Let me try to find it. What do you think about 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 the uh, the stuff going on with the stuff? 
Well, Hannah's gone. Is he gone, or can you hear him still? Uh, I can hear him, and I can hear you again, so I'm in the middle again. Oh, no. <laughs> and you can't oh, hear no. each other. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, no, okay she's back. Oh, she's okay, back. okay, good. <laughs> All right, Hannah, what did you say? Go ahead. I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he just gave you a prompt while he was looking, Hannah. What are your thoughts, basically? Well, my I thoughts are what? Gift. The Oscar, the Oscar stuff. stuff. I gave my thoughts right in the beginning. Well, give it again, please. Oh, I think everyone complaining is fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hate this like notion of like forced diversity. I'm like, why oh, do you guys gosh. talk about diversity like it's such a bad thing? Uh, like white males, white straight males in particular, you know, they're the really the only ones that I see complaining about it ever, and they're the only ones that I do see being like forced diversity. And it's like it doesn't exist. Like diversity isn't a bad thing. You need to get over it. Like, like Larry said, like they're just mad because they're the ones that like built this foundation, and they have always been the ones in power. And it seems like you know that they're being threatened that you know people of different races or you know sexualities and stuff like that is like invading that so i agree i agree i um i i just think i'm i I can't imagine like somebody being on set and saying wow this is gonna be a great film my my film is gonna be so good fuck i don't have a i don't have a person of color on this day maybe they may need to go rush and add one if that's the case and i don't know what you're doing as a filmmaker but honestly yeah And I have to say, the people, I saw some good points just with the casting. I think people are so obsessed with in front of the camera that they're not realizing you could still have an all-white film and still qualify. But in saying that, if you are talking about just in front of the camera, most historical films have been whitewashed, y'all. I don't know why we have this idea that if it's a period piece, that people of any other race just didn't exist in like the 1800s or 1700s now we've always been here y'all we've been here this whole time so i don't know why you think because it's a period piece there shouldn't be people of color agreed agreed okay i found something it's on youtube though um all right so everyone bitching there's like someone i ain't gonna say nothing but there's someone who's just (laughs) will die on this hill about oh this, about Lord. what's going on. Is it Cinemania Live if we don't throw shade at someone? No. I mean, no. The wish, Timothy. Come on, Timothy. Come on, Timothy. Let me just do it one more By time. By the way, I've seen a few people be like, Dune is for sure rated R. I'm like, you guys are fucking insane, dude. How? <laughs> I was like, I was like, how? Where? I was like, tell him, Hannah. Oh my God, there's oh blood on this oh I was like, dude, y'all, it's what's happening here. One more time, <laughs> Timothy, you tell them my new cover photo star, Timothy Chalamet, everyone. Welcome to the show. Stop, 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 stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh my God. I still don't watch The King. I mean, neither have I. I just watched that. That's all I know from the movie. <laughs> no, I've watched it. It's, it's uh... I watched not it horrible, but 40 minutes, weird. and I was like, I'm so bored. Yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I haven't watched it either, so. Um, but it's a totally different game. On behalf of, what is this? Sorry, it's some random response on my tweet from earlier today. Um, okay, everyone, I think that's it for today's Ooh. show. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, I hope you liked the this kind of longer format so we can kind of talk some more. 
And yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, thank, thank you guys for joining us, uh, Larry and Hannah. I want to thank you guys once again, Larry, our special guest for today's show. Let everyone know where they can follow you. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. All right, and Hannah at Movies and Cats on Twitter. Sorry. Oh. Is that Jamie distracting you again? No, I was Jamie. burping. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jeez, he said, oh. I don't want to uh, burp into the microphone, so. Well, I hope not. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and on Instagram at Cinemaniac1994. You can follow the podcast and the page at uh, Cinemaniac World on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. As far as scheduling... Um, so yeah, this is our last show, last live show for the, um, until next Tuesday. So this weekend, I don't know yet. We'll see. I know Sunday we have a box office show, um, with Larry and I, so that'll be Sunday. Pump out a bonfire. We haven't done. Oh, Saturday's my birthday and I have that Saturday's my birthday. I'm going to be busy. So maybe not. not The little birthday boy. Uh, Yes. We can't this weekend. Doesn't have to be this weekend, but just in general. Yeah, I, I would love to do one, and and yeah, I, I agree with you. Let's try to get some of the homies on for a bonfire. How old you gonna be? Fifty what? Oh, <laughs> you you talking to me about old Larry? <laughs> Larry, with the song choice you heard, I don't think I knew you were gonna say that. Soon as Larry fifty year old thing. <laughs> Hannah and I songs from like twenty twenty or like three years ago. <laughs> Here's Larry. Here's Larry. From the eighties, y'all. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm turning I'm turning twenty-six. Hey. And I, I would I would I would I would love to be your age again. A little baby over there. Me? Oh my god. <laughs> I think I'm the be. youngest, right? Mm-hmm. No? I think Meg is. I think Meg is. Meg. Meg How old okay. are you, Hannah? I'm nineteen. Okay, so I think Meg's. I think y'all are the same age, to be honest. I just turned nineteen. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah, you're the baby of the group. She's the oh rug rat. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think my age is super apparent sometimes, though, like on the shows. So I don't. I I don't. I don't agree because, like, I. Really? I mean, sometimes I feel like I sound stupid. No, you're fine. No, no you're just fine. don't give her a math question, and we're good. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, don't math. ask her. Don't ask her what basketball is because it ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All righty, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. That was Hannah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.